Hi, I'm Nick Quintero, and this is my life, yo. This is a podcast that I apparently record in my car now. The last podcast that I did was here in my car in a random parking lot, and I actually really enjoyed that format and how it came out. So I decided why not drive to another random parking lot again? It is empty. Probably like 40% of the businesses around me are completely closed. Um, The sun's going down a little bit. But other than that, this is a pretty chill little spot. And I think it's pretty cool. So, um, well, I don't think the the abandoned businesses and empty parking lot is cool. I think having the option to do this here is pretty cool. All right. So I had a thought the other day while I was working. um, Actually, maybe it was like before I was working. I don't remember exactly why it popped in my head, but I was thinking about my my job and like what I do. So not necessarily like where I work now, but the the job that I have done for the past, you know, 15 to 17 years, which is create graphic design for T-shirts, apparel and um, like licensed apparel specifically. So yeah, if you're watching the video, you can actually see I'm wearing an Atmosphere shirt that I designed for the group Atmosphere based out of Minneapolis. Um, So this is like partially what I do, but my like jobs that I've had, like full time, like go into the office jobs is designing um, licensed T-shirts and sometimes generic T-shirts or non-licensed T-shirts for big major retailers. Like literally, like I tell people, think of a brand and think of a store. And I've probably worked with both of them. I've done designs on apparel for Marvel, Star Wars, DC, um, Call of Duty, Biggie, Tupac, um, Pink Floyd, like beer brands, car brands, entertainment brands, movies, like literally everything that has at some point landed in a Walmart, Target, Hot Topic, Urban Outfitters, PacSun, like the list just goes on and on and on. And I've done this for so long and I just kind of got lucky getting into this world. Um, so when I was really young, when I was still in high school, I started rapping and um, I decided that like I wanted that to be my my job, like my profession. Ooh, a little cabin light for uh, ambiance. But yeah, so I I started making music super early, like 16 years old. And eventually, when I started making recordings and, you know, needing to put out an album, I learned how to make designs for um, for the artwork. What actually happened was I needed to design a sticker. Now, the sticker was the first thing that I was going to do. And so I made it in MS Paint and I sent it to a printer and they replied to me and said, this needs to be 300 DPI, 
So I went and I Googled, what is 300 DPI? And um, they were like, you make that with a file from something like Photoshop. So then I Googled, what is Photoshop? You know, and um, I fixed my file and basically went from there. And then I learned how to do things for album covers and eventually T-shirt art. And so I started getting things printed in Dallas locally. And my friend, Jason Farantello, um, he owned a screen print shop. And so I started getting some stuff done through him. And he was like, man, I really love your designs. You know, I want you to come work for me. And he ended up teaching me a ton of really, really important stuff. Like I only knew how to use Photoshop before I worked there. And um, he showed me a couple things in Illustrator and I just kind of hit the ground running and that became the software that I preferred. So also while I was there, I learned how to actually screen print, like physically screen print. And um, at a certain point, I started, you know, I, I, that's all I was doing basically. But then around 2006 or maybe 2005, I got an opportunity to move to California. And so I was moving to LA and I decided that I should look for jobs designing t-shirts. And I got extremely lucky and I landed a job before I even moved and left Dallas. So I applied for a t-shirt design job and with all the samples and everything that I had from working in a screen print shop, plus the experience of actually understanding screen printing, they gave me the job, sight unseen. So when I drove to California, like I had a job there waiting for me and that job was designing generic non-licensed shirts for places like Anchor Blue, uh, I think maybe even a little bit of Urban Outfitters and random stores like that. And we actually had one license and I believe it was Avenged Sevenfold. And um, that was the first time I'd ever worked on anything licensed. And when I left that job, the next job I got was a full-on licensed t-shirt company. They had things like the Muppets. They had, um, what was it? James Bond. There were a few things. I think they actually had Disney. I believe I worked on some Mickey Mouse stuff for kids and things like that. So that was like my first full-time job in licensed t-shirt designs. And this was, again, like I said, like maybe 2007 to 2008 uh, at this point. And it was just what I did. I mean, I learned so much the first few years. I had the screen print experience and that just continued to carry on to other jobs in more places. So I started at the job that I have currently back in 2012 and I took a little bit of a break. Uh, I think I was not working there for about three years and then I came back. So I, I started working at this job, uh, you know, 10 years ago, even with a little bit of a gap, but I've been doing this for so long. I feel like that was such a long winded story to get to the original thought that I had. But if you don't know much about my history and how I started in design, it's kind of important because those first few jobs that I had designing, especially the non-licensed things, I had to come up with 
like funny t-shirts and you know they just weren't like i don't know there were just weird things you know they were kind of quirky or just like i don't know how to explain it they were stupid like they were very cheesy and very corny um you know some maybe like early like spencer's gifts kind of shirts that you would think of you know uh, um poor taste jokes and just things like that and then in the license world we had to come up with things throughout all of those years like i photoshopped darth vader onto a motorcycle or something there were like bad hair puns for chewbacca shirts and just constant development towards these things that needed to be clever quirky funny interesting brand new everything had to be better than the last thing which is kind of going on what i talked about in my last uh podcast but i've basically been required to be really fucking smart and really fucking funny for almost 20 years now as my job but you don't ever think about that part of it like what i'm doing day to day is graphic design like making t-shirt designs and so if 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 a client, you know, a customer, whatever, a buyer requests like, okay, we want to see some new development for Shrek memes on t-shirts. My job is to do graphic design, is to take Shrek movie assets, process them, make designs around them, pick what color, what body they're going to go on, Things like that. Like, that's my main function of my job. But in order to fulfill that request, I have to sit down and watch the Shrek movies, take notes, think about the funny parts, you know, be up to date on the current Shrek memescape of the internet and, like, know what's funny and why and also be able to interpret that into something brand new that isn't a ripoff of what's already out there on the internet, something that's actually funny and relevant to the property, and make a dozen of those so that one or two can be picked to go into the store. It's really wild. It's such a crazy thing. And I have to do that every day basically while doing my job of managing other artists managing our projects and timelines um doing side projects doing all sorts of stuff and it's pretty crazy that i've had to do that consistently for so long because being funny is kind of hard and understanding why things are funny is important and being able to take that idea keep it funny and execute it with really really great design principles 
on a t-shirt is not easy. And it's crazy because that's not a factor in my skill set that I get paid for at my jobs. So, you know, we've hired people throughout my time across several of these jobs. I think I've worked maybe at six or seven companies that do this. And, you know, we've hired people that aren't funny and they can't do it. Like they could be the best, greatest illustrator in the world or whatever. But like, sometimes you just need to be able to put a stupid Batman quote on a shirt inside of a Batman logo or something. And that's good enough. And artists find that hard to do to like detach themselves from extremely high quality art and um, just make what's right for the occasion. And um, it's, it's a difficult skill to have and not everybody has it. And it's also very hard to teach. Like you have to just learn it by doing it. And it's very weird. It's super interesting. Um, you know, I never even knew this job existed before I had it. So it's just, you know, such a weird specific thing to do and a weird specific thing to be good at. And I feel a little bit accomplished because I've always wanted to, I've always admired like comedy I've always loved comedy comedians, stand-up comedians, joke writers, you know, show writers, show runners, like all of these things involving entertainment through comedy. And I've always had like an interest in it. And I'm glad I get to do like a tiny little bit of it and make jokes and things on my podcasts and my videos and stuff. But it's a really, really cool feeling to realize that maybe I am funny enough since I've had to make funny t-shirts for nearly 20 years and I feel like I've done it successfully. So yeah, that's all I wanted to talk about today. Thank you guys so much for checking out my podcast and like always, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.